Hello and welcome to the April edition of the podcast, produced by the Goethe Institute and Bayern 2's Zündfunk magazine. This is Dauntless Dave Creeden presenting Angie Portman's show in English. Special times call for special arrangements. So I'm recording the English edition of this podcast, not at the studios of the Bayerische Rundfunk as usual, but in my home and all by myself. Hashtag stay at home. The bands have to stay at home too these days. They can't go on tour with their new albums, which is hard on many of them. But Messer, our first featured artists, have already got gigs lined up for this autumn. So, here are the guys from Münster with a track off their new album, No Future Days.
1973, the legendary German band Can released their fourth album, which was called Future Days. So Messer, a modern-day Münster-based band, put a less optimistic spin on it and gave their fourth album to date the apocalyptic title No Future Days. Which is not to say that Messer sound like Can. They're not No Future Punks either. At least, no more now than they used to be. They just get a kick out of frolicking in the dusty echo chamber of German pop history. This time around, like other late 70s and early 80s post-punk bands, such as ESG and The Slits, they've discovered dub and reggae. Messer's sound is now sharp as a knife. It's edgy, compact and independent. And the abstract and ultra-poetic lyrics by singer Hendrik Otremba are as terrific as ever. Architectural metaphors loom large on this album, from a concealed door through which the singer and memories come to us, to a quote-unquote crazy house. Pinter du Prince's gigs have all been called off too. He's hoping to make good somehow this autumn.
Henrik Weber, a.k.a. Panther du Prince, loves trees. As you walk through the woods, it gets quiet and your senses perk up, says the Hamburg-based grandmaster of dark romantic techno, who even dreamed of becoming a forester when he was a boy. On his just-out sixth album to date, called Conference of Trees, Panther du Prince blends the organic sounds of rocks and wood with marimba, vibraphone, tubular bells, cello, sampler and electronic. The result is a wonderfully exciting trek through a jungle-like soundscape along paths that grow more and more tangled from one track to the next. The deep chill at the start soon gives way to a somewhat darker overall mood. This highly complex sound is forged by several musicians, including Manuel Chitka, who used to play drums in Mesa, the first band we showcased on this podcast. In a Zundfunk interview, Panther du Prince talks about his long-standing love of plants and trees and his fascination with the way they communicate with one another. Weber believes trees are conscious beings that can talk to one another. He describes what that means for his live performances. We are to Bäumen, teilweise. We become partly trees, but partly scientists, too, who study trees and how they communicate. So we work with various moods and instruments. In various passages, the woods themselves can be heard, the trees as physical matter. Our own personal relationship to the trees. How do we talk to each other? What happens when I become my favorite tree? I'm always going through different phases. Right now I'm totally into large trees. Und im Moment, glaube ich, bin ich mal wieder total auf Lerche. Henrik Weber happens to be a trained carpenter, and for his new album, The Conference of Trees, he made some of the instruments himself. Im Grunde genommen habe ich richtig research gemacht auch für das Thema und habe mich mit Förstern getroffen und I researched my subject matter, met with forest wardens, met with trees. I went to Berchtesgaden National Park, for example, to Kellerwald, to various forests in France. But Berchtesgaden is the place for me. I once went on a class trip to Berchtesgaden in middle school and fell in love with it at the age of 12 or so. But it's time for us to leave the Bavarian forests behind and head up to Dresden, for a duo called Etna.
Edna, yes, as in the Sicilian volcano, are Inez and Demian, a Swiss singer with Spanish roots and a German musician. They live together in Dresden and make great electropop music together. Their songs are opulent, avant-garde and cinematic, a mix of fever ray and underworld. Building a world of their own is how Edna describe what they do. That world is a melange of jazz and pop, musical quotations and experiments. The Montreux Jazz Festival or Coachella? Etna don't need to choose. <laughs> 
They can do both, and they've already played Montreux. Der Englische Garten, on the other hand, won't be touring anymore. Because Bernd Hardwig, their bassist and a founding member of the band, died recently, just before their second album came out. That was Der Englische Garten with a tune called München 70, though without their late bassist Bernd Hartwig, alas. München 70 is on their latest album by Tag und Nacht, 
The music is top-notch pop, slicker than the Liga der Gewöhnlichen Gentlemen, but similarly soulful, catchy and uplifting. Hartwig used to be the leader of a band called the Merricks, with whom he celebrated Munich's musical past on a 1997 album called The Sound of Munich, presenting the Bavarian capital as such a relaxed and yet glamorous city that one can hardly imagine that today. The same goes for the hippie tune München Zipzig we've just heard. Bernd Hartwig had a seminal influence on the sound of Munich, both with his bands and as a person, and we're going to miss him very much. Let's wind down this April podcast with Motus by Thomas Kerner, an album of the darkest dystopian electronica. It booms ominously, even without the classic dance beats. Motus is out on Mille Plateau, a reactivated label that was experimental and yet quite successful in the heyday of techno back in the 1990s. It tunnels its way through dubby layers of sound down to the bedrock of minimal techno. Ambient has seldom sounded this grim and apocalyptic. And on that note, I'm Doomsday Dave, signing off on Angie Portman's show. Have a healthy and not too lonely month of April.